Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold, but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Run. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. Recorded live. So we have reached the point in the race where those who have trained for a marathon will be uh, distinguished from those that trained for a middle distance race. And we already have our first pick in of the day. Frank Gendo, the tackling machine from San Jose State University a guy who's drawn comparisons to guys like Zach Thomas. And I believe I've been joined, let me see, who just joined me? Is that that you, Isaiah, or is that Pete? I just joined. Ah, excellent. Okay. Definitely not Isaiah. No, you are definitely not Isaiah. (laughs) You are not. Yes. Uh, Penkin is a player that probably should be getting more attention than he's received. Uh, part of it, I guess, is because he plays at San Jose State. Part of it is because he doesn't have freakish athletic ability, but he has really good instincts. He's a solid tackler. He gets to the point of attack. He deals, even though he's not you know, a physical beast, he deals with blocks uh, without avoiding them too much. I mean, if there's a, when you're his size and not super powerful, there's a fine line between having someone sort of smash you out of the way and uh, being too finesse and trying to avoid the block too much. But he's, he's found, for the most part, he finds that balance between not giving up the, the gap too much and putting himself in a position to get washed away by somebody who outweighs him by, you know, almost 100 pounds. And we are picking again. So let's do some picking. And we also have some, some, what do you call it, some deals that we'll work through. So the Rams, Bengals, and Titans all made deals that will affect to some extent um, some of the selections that will be made today. Uh, the Falcons as well. Very, very upset. Very aggressive. Uh, the Rams were very aggressive for the first couple of days of picking, and the Bengals were reasonably aggressive, and then the Titans were also fairly aggressive. So looking at boards, I will give you an idea of who the next pick is. Okay, so the next selection is pick number 176. That is the Rams, working off Steve Morton's board, uh, which is right here. There we go. Okay, here it is. 
is... Oh, interesting. Okay, so the first of those selections being made by them is Marquez Valdez Scantling, another member of the all-name team. And I guess, I wouldn't say it's maybe a riser might be putting it too strongly, but a guy whose name we heard very little of a couple months ago, and now we're hearing his name some. Uh, he certainly is a guy that some people like. And very worst-case scenario, he's probably going to be a specialty contributor, but some people think he could be much more. Okay, so Marquez Valdez. Yeah, Sounds like he should be a famous sommelier at a very nice restaurant more than a football player, but he is a pretty good football player. Okay, let's see. And that brings us to the Texans at 177. And it is Kiki Kuchi. Another member of the all, we have back-to-back members of the all-name team. Wide receiver, Texas Tech. Another one of the guys that falls into the mold of people like Richie James, uh, who went a little bit earlier, and sort of a, not quite Christian Kirk, not quite that physically strong, and not quite as polished, but extremely, extremely quick. And pretty fast. Hello. Hello. There's Isaiah. Whose pick is it? Um, well, let's see. We're pick 177, sir. I'm not even at home, so I'm just trying to figure out where we're at. Oh, all right. Got it. Uh, well, let's see. So, I'll... Frank Genda came in yesterday. Uh, that was the Browns' uh, first six-round selection, linebacker, San Jose State. Then uh, we just had a, three, a three-namer, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, so that's a lot of name for the for the money. And we're now pick one seventy seven. Is that me? You are correct, sir. So okay. I was about to uh you know, go off a board pick, but since you're here, you you may fire when ready. Is Marcus Allen from Penn State still available? He, I'm almost certain he is, but I can confirm that. Give me just a moment. Yes. 
That yes. is the pet. Okay. Got it. Other than being another one of the really athletic Penn State guys, other than his, his athletic testing, is there anything else you like about him? Not really. I feel like my sixth round, I'm looking for a nice, decent backup. Okay. And I think that's what you found. So some people see a lot more than that. So I think you're, you actually got good value here. I, I see some people putting him in the top three rounds, which... I've known some people who have a first-round grade on him. Yeah, I bought him. It suggests they have not actually seen him play football. Um, is what that suggests to me. Well, um, what gets people's attention is he's a big hitter at times, and I guess when that jumps off your page, off the page, or up your screen or whatever, that's going to get people's attention. They're going to get talking about you and not actually watch you play. Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess depending upon how you feel about head injuries and whatnot. Um, the, 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 we've seen from Swearinger to, I mean, a lot of big hitting yeah, that's exactly who I was going to kind of say, Swearinger. Yeah. Right. Well, we've seen the game. I actually talked with Steve Atwater about this at the Shrine game where he was covering it. And I was like, you know, Steve, could you have played now? And he said, well, certainly not the way I used to play. I couldn't play now. It's like, yeah, yeah, you certainly could. Uh, the game, the game is, for better or worse, the game is a different game. Uh, that brings us to the Colts at pick 178. All right, I'm here. Hold on. I know. I, I, I figured you were. Would you like me to recap the first three picks for you? Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Okay, so uh, at the end of yesterday, we got Frank Enda, so he's, the first selection, the linebacker from San Jose State University. Then we had Marquez Valdez Scantling, one of the three namers, number the all-name team from South Florida. Wide receiver was the pick at 176, and 177 was um, the Penn State uh, safety Marcus Allen with the Hall of Fame name uh, went next, and now that brings the Colts at 178 onto the clock. The Colts take Skyler Phillips, offensive guard from Idaho State. Yeah, okay. Got it. Uh, Pretty decent athlete at the position as well. Okay, got it. Yeah, I mean, does anyone know how old he is? I'm just curious. He's, I think he's one of the younger prospects, right? I I, I've, never, I've never seen his date of birth or anything. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, that's always fun. It, it's funny because um, Jim Coburn says, you know, the hardest thing to find is on some prospects is their actual date of birth. So yeah, especially the, the small school prospects. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Challenge. That's one. Of, well, that's why when I have guys on my show and I interview them, I always ask them their date of birth. That's one of the things that I establish. Right. Some, some guys turn out to be much older than thought. Some guys can't even be younger. Okay, and the J E T S Jets 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 on the clip. 
Tight end, Jordan Thomas. Yeah, not a bad pick. No, especially considering the the relative thinness of that class. If you can get a guy who has a chance to even be a contributor, you know, where he becomes your main guy, at least a contributor to that position at this point in the class, you've done a pretty good job because it's not a great pick. All right. And let's see, that brings us to let's see this pick. Let's see where this one let's see where we're trade. Nope, other way. Um picks that were traded. This one was coming up soon, I believe. Yeah, 200, 256, 183, 199. Okay, so 199 was traded to Washington. Okay, thank you, sir. And I didn't blow through one of the traded picks and do it so wrong. Okay, the Bucks. Are on the clock. And give me a moment. Amuse yourself. I'll check. Looks like it is. Yeah, safety, Natrell Jamerson from Wisconsin. That's someone that I I found while watching Nelson and... This is about where the value makes sense. He has, I guess, slightly above athletic ability for the position. Uh, you know, he's not a freak when he's just the imagination, but he certainly is a good athlete at the position. And like most Wisconsin DBs, he's fairly well coached. Uh, they've had some good DB coaches and good D coordinators come through Wisconsin for ever, really. I mean, as long as I've, as long as I've been around, uh, they've always been a well-coached team on defense, I'll say that much, and probably before that even. And that brings us to the Bears. And pick one of you.
The Bears are one of the teams that can use everything, literally everything. Steve doesn't have any more picks today, does he? Steve has a few. He traded away a lot. There's a couple. I was going to say, he didn't trade away everything, did he? He's got one at 203 and one at uh, someplace else. I mean, I, uh, give me a moment. <laughs> um, so the run on Penn State guys sort of continues. Jason Cabinda, linebacker, Penn State. And the Cardinals are on the clock, Mr. Isaiah C. Yes. What was it? Uh, you're on the clock. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. This is for the Texans, right? No, this one's for the Cardinals. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> uh... Is Alex Cat from Appalachian State still available? Is that Alex what? The guard from Appalachian State. Sorry, he's still there. Yes, he's still there. But give me the last name one more time. Uh, I think it's Cap. I think it is. You said Cap? Hold on, let me see. Because there's an ass Kappa from Humboldt State. I just want to make sure that's not who to whom you're referring. Sorry, Colby Gossett. Oh, he's he is gone. Yeah, Colby Gossett. Ah, crap. I guess fix for me Alex Kappa then. Okay. Alex Kappa, Humboldt State. Mm-hmm. Okay. You plan to kick him inside, or you want to try to try to I leave him? Staying at guard. Okay. Going to guard. Okay. I can see that as well. Okay. 
And this was a traded pick. So this was a Rams pick that was traded to to Philadelphia. Okay. And the Eagles. Are thrilled by some of the, the names they still see available. Let's see. Uh, does anyone remember if Kenny Young from UCLA got selected? Let me confirm something. Hold on. That's a different spreadsheet. Give me a moment. Searches from this spreadsheet. That's today. Where's the... That's day two. Okay, let me check the day two spreadsheet. It's got Chris and Barry went that day from UCLA. Was that the only UCLA player taken away? Let me double check. Double check. I know he didn't go day one. Huh. Okay, then I guess he must be available. But not anymore. So Philadelphia is loading up on athletes again. Well done. That's another guy I don't know why he doesn't get a little more love in this draft class is is Kenny Young. Uh, People fell hard for um, uh, what's-his-name a couple years ago. I don't know if it's because he played some running back or um, what is his darn name. The other, from three draft classes ago, uh, running back slash linebacker from UCLA. On defense, Kenny Young does all the exact same things, but is actually more productive. Is it Perkins? Um, you know, what's his name? He played running back and linebacker at UCLA. Um, Miles Jack. Thank you, Miles Jack. But this guy does the exact same things on defense. doesn't play running back. He does all the same things on defense, but actually outproduced Miles Jack. And, uh, you know, you don't see the same level of love for whatever reason. But he is now... I guess he's reunited with a former teammate. He and Mr. Kendricks, I think, crossed paths one year at UCLA. Well, till Eric Kendricks or uh, Kendricks gets traded, Michael Kendricks. Oh, that's right. Good point. Yeah, they've been trying to trade him for years. Yes, that is true. Uh, so that brings us to the Forty Nineers. And I will see what or who they want. They were kind of hoping Jalen Samuels would be there. No such luck. Uh, 
Did Chase Evans get picked yet? I mean, yeah, I think he. I think he did actually. Yeah, he got picked at pick one forty one. Okay, that's what I thought. All right, so he is not. Oh, so let me see. And Jordan Thomas just got picked a few picks ago. <clears throat> yeah, we're definitely running into situations where people are running out of running out of people on their board. Uh, once again, people put in more names than you think of me. Uh, as I keep saying, but let me um, keep scrolling along. This year, I could go like ten or twelve rounds. Good. That's what I like to see. A lot of homework. <laughs> yeah, always, always more more names is better than fewer names. I cannot stress that enough. Jordan Thomas is one of my names that I really like. So I yeah. like good picks. I got to see him up close in person. He's not super bendy or sudden. Um, oh, the pick is Shandon Sullivan. From uh, Georgia State. Yeah. Some people think he projects to safety. Whatever he projects to, he projects now to play in San Francisco. And we'll see if we get another crazy pick out of Jim. Uh, give me a moment while I check Jim's board where... In the late rounds, he can get a little experimental. You know, which is kind of a Raiders tradition to some extent. Every once in a while, they'll take some dude who's never played football before or from another country or, you know, stuff like that sometimes. You know, but he's 260 pounds and runs 449. You know, figure out what he's that was a, a real Raiders thing. Uh, well, not all that long ago, really. Um, but this new regime is probably it's a slightly dimmer view of teaching guys how to put on their pads. And stuff. I think the last player to to make all pro who had never played. Okay, well, obviously, the last one was um, uh, Gates uh, was the last one on... um, But outside of tight end, which is almost its own special world, the last guy to be a um, first-team All-Pro at least one year who played no college football at all outside of, once again, punter, face kicker, I believe it was Carlton Hasselrig, who was a... uh, Six-time wrestling champion at the uh, heavyweight class, and had played high school football, but not played football at all in college. Uh, okay, so Jim, Jim actually could go could go ten, twelve. Jim could go fifteen rounds if it came to that. Um, let's see, but in terms of Highest rated. Well, he's disappointed that someone got Skyler Phillips. Um, he liked him too.
DJ Reed is gone. Let me just confirm. Okay, nope, the pick's in. It's Arian Springs, the corner from Oregon. That's a player that grew on me uh, as the season went on. And I would urge you, if you haven't checked him out, to definitely give him a look. He's, I think, I think Jim has a steal here, basically is what I'm saying. I think Jim, I think Jim got a, may have gotten away with something a little bit there. And the Packers are on the clock. Yeah, so the next trade, if you could pick 199. Okay, just making sure. Uh, so the Packers are on the clock, and they are open for business. If somebody's looking to move around and stick around, uh, just let them know. Uh, Durham Smythe is still, yeah, Durham Smythe is still available. So one of the better blocking tight ends, uh, for those that still care about that kind of stuff, has just left the board. Not super dynamic as a pass receiver exactly, but they've got dynamic pass receivers. So I guess they're okay with picking up a guy who's classic inline blocker. Sort of reminds me of um, Campbell, the, the who is the uh, interim... Dolphins head coach and uh, had been an offensive assistant with the Giants and, of course, a tight end with the Giants and Cowboys. You know, if you catch him on a safety in the end zone, you can get a cheap touchdown because he doesn't want to wall people off and he's big and strong, but he doesn't give you much as a route runner exactly. And the Bills are on the clock. Uh, let me see. I believe we have um, Blake's board. Blake Arnold. Blake Arnold. He also wanted Colby Gossett. No dice. Um. Let's see. Nice try, though. People thought Colby Gossett was on the board a lot longer than turned out to be anywhere close to what happened. Okay, let's see. Uh, so next. Best. Closest available. Appears to be uh, let me just confirm. Lowell Lutalele, is he he is still on the board, right? I don't yes. remember Lowell Yeah, okay, I thought so. Yeah, I don't remember him being picked. Okay, I thought so. And I can I'll just search the what do you call it? Let me once I get back out of that stream back to the spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah, there's. In fact, there have been very few Utah players picked. 
at all. I think, uh, geez. <laughs> yeah, Utah has not heard not much love for the Utah players this year. Okay, so that's Loa Lutalele, the younger brother of Star. And not quite as talented. But I guess you're always going to come up short when your little brother, when your little brother and your older brother name is Star. No pressure. And that brings to the Browns back on the block. Zach Sealer, defensive lineman, Ferris State. Oh, little well for the Ferris State guy. Now, I've heard some people talk about moving him to offense. I don't know why. Is that something that you're considering? No, he's a defensive lineman. His production's ridiculous. He's a great athlete, other than maybe questionable shuttle time. And all he does is he just shoves guys out of the way and kills everybody. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing with you. But as you, I'm sure you know, people start at one point experimenting with trying to make Justin Zimmer into a guard for reasons I'll never understand. Yeah, all I can tell you is he's a defensive end slash defensive tackle and. I'd be thrilled to get him, uh, and I don't know why anyone would think about moving this kid to offensive line. And I don't even know how old he is, but I do know he's a junior declaree. Yeah. He is the only early declaree at the D2 level this year. Other famous, and there's not many of them, but other famous D2 uh, early declarees include Daniel Manning of uh, Abilene Christian, who went to the Bears about um, 15 or so years ago, 14 years ago, something like that. But yeah, I, uh, I've enjoyed I actually found him watching um, uh, a piece of back that I really like at Ferris Day, and I was like, oh, boy, who's this kid? Looking like um, a, a more athletic version of Adam Carriker. Hey, Bill, by the way, I just called in to let you know. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. All the shirts at sea. I know you thought I was making up Donovan James. I know you thought he was a figment of my overactive imagination. But here he is, big as life, probably back from partying with Johnny Manziel again. Nah, <laughs> we, we cut that down. You know, he's got to focus on it. That's right. Stuff, he's got to focus. I love that. I got to focus, focus too, I, I, got, I got to focus too, you know. <laughs> I, got, I, got final, I got finals, like, too. So. <laughs> That's true, you do. Oh, I'm glad you're getting back in school, young man. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's, it's tougher now at 27, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think the first time we talked, you were about 20 or maybe 21, and I I don't want to play the "I told you so" card, but I think I indicated to you that it it is easier to do it when you're younger. Yeah, <laughs> you, my dad, my 
<laughs> but yeah, um, uh, Uncle Bill over here. But uh, no, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're right. You're right. It is a lot easier when you're. Um, it's tough. Full time job and like <laughs> having to, uh, you know, go to school is tough. But yeah, it's all good. It's still working. It out. Well, good. Uh, I don't have any. Good. I don't have any kids, or I'm not married, so. I have some time. Okay. Free time. So, I just don't party now. Let me just, <laughs> let me just recap the last several picks for you. Uh, the first okay. selection of the, the first selection of round number six was Frank Genda, San Jose State linebacker, went to the uh, Browns. Then we had the all name team uh, member Frank not Frank, sorry, uh, Marquez Valdez Cantling from <laughs> South Florida went to the Rams. Marcus Allen went to the Texans at pick 177. The Penn State free safety Scholar Phillips, Idaho State offensive guard, went to the Colts. Jordan Thomas, the very tall and somewhat stiff uh, Mississippi State tight end, went to the Jets. The Buccaneers got Natrell Jamerson, safety from Wisconsin. Penn State linebacker Jason Cabinda went to the Bears at 181. The Cardinals took Alex Kappa after trying to take Colby Gossip, but unfortunately Colby Gossip has been gone for about 40 picks. Um, well, not quite 40. I'm exaggerating, like 30 picks. Um, then after that, Kenny Young from UCLA went to the Eagles in a trade they made with the super-aggressive Rams yesterday. Um, the 49ers got Shandon Sullivan, uh, Showtime Sully, as they like to call him, from Georgia State. Oh, Spin. Was... Yep, yep, show, yep, showtime. Um, and Arian Springs, yeah, he's a good player. Arian Springs, yeah. think of good players, uh, went, oh, that's a great value. Arian Springs went to the Raiders at pick 185, the corner, underrated cornerback from or, um, Oregon. Since you weren't here, you ended up with Durham Smythe um, at 186. Oh, well, I like Durham Smythe a lot, so that's. Okay, well, yeah. I, that's, that's kind of what sh- helped to shape that pick as I knew you'd express uh, admiration. Yeah. <laughs> then Lo Lutulele uh, of Utah went to pick 187. Uh, then 188, uh, Jack Siler <clears throat> from Ferris State. Ferris State's starting to put some guys in the NFL table, uh, and they're going to put more in. That is a really good program, and their spring conditioning program is better than some of the ones you'll find in the Sun Belt. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's just true. Uh, went to the Browns to pick 188, and the pick they got from Washington. And now the Saints are on the clock. Um, okay. Wait, hey, Bill, can you, can you, can you run down the uh, – I thank you for running down that round, but can you run down the uh, Packers? Because I have the Packers and LA Chargers, so can you run down? Okay. Yes, yes. Hold on. So, Give me a so moment. I don't want to. I don't want to take like twenty minutes when I have to pick. So. I got you. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me do that. So I'll start with the uh, with Green Bay. Um. So Green Bay got amongst other people. Um. You see, they got Duke. No, wait, hold on. Big Boston. Wait, I'm looking at the wrong. That's oh, okay. Oh, my um, okay, so in round, that's round four. So in round three, they got Arden Key. In round okay. four, they got Duke Dawson. Okay. Um, in round, uh, hold on. 
Uh, keeping the Cali flavor going, since I know you're, you spent some time in, in beautiful Southern California. Uh, no, wait, no, can't just forget that. Oh, um, hold on. Uh, where's the other? Um, they got Dalton Schultz and five. Um, and then I'm just missing a third bite, but round one, right? So I'm missing no rounds two, and that's a different spreadsheet. Okay, hold on. Uh, okay, give me a second. And then the day one. Yeah, it's okay. I just got. I've got like four different spreadsheets in front of me. Uh, let's see. And they got um. God, is it Leighton Vanderash? No, hold on. Uh, no, no, Bill. Here it is. It's uh. Oh, right. You were part of a trade. Okay, so you so you, you were part of a trade down. Uh, you got James Daniels, the center from Iowa, and you picked. Uh, you picked. You moved down to pick twenty-seven. You picked up um, also pick number 90 in that trade. Um, and then in the second round, you got uh, uh, oh, um, Austin Corbett from Nevada. <coughs> And then okay. with the pick you picked up in the trade, the selection number 90. Uh, you got... Uh, scrolling back up. You got... You got... I'm allowed to sleep. <laughs> oh, Andre, you got Andre Brown. Andre, not Andrew. Uh, Andrew Brown, sorry. Andrew Brown, the defensive tackle slash defensive end from your Super Virginia. Okay. And then, so, oh, so I, so, so, okay, so, I, so I got one of the one of the pick, one of the pick I missed. And then at pick one thirty three, you got Simi Cobb, the wide receiver <clears> from. <throat> okay, so I, did I get James Daniels or did I trade that? No, no, you oh, got that. You got you got James Daniels at pick number twenty-seven after trading out of. Oh, okay, pick okay. got you. All right, so uh, James Daniels, Austin Cobert, Andrew Brown, Dalton Schultz, Duke Dawson, Arden Key, and Sidney Cobb. Yes, sir. Okay, and I have okay five, six, seven, the rest of the rounds. Okay, that's not that's okay. That's good. Pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Awesome. Yeah, I tried to I tried to crawl around inside your head. So let's see. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you did, I mean, other than the city cops, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying Yeah. You know, I like, you know, I love Dalton Schultz, man, and Artie. I, I remember that you liked Smythe. I remember you liked both Dermot Smythe and Dalton Schultz. I remember that, and yeah, I also remembered you guys could use help at tight end because. You were trotting out. No offense to that kid from Cal, but he's he's okay. But you could use more. Yeah, Dalton's gonna be pretty good. Arden Key, I gotta work with, but it's fine. I like yeah, you, as yeah. a player. So. But you got to you got to you got to go into the third. So pretty good value. Yeah. Um, him and Clay will be, him and Clay will be roommates in the off season. <laughs> that will help him. 
Uh, and actually, that is one of the that is one of the things I think that will help us. Uh, amongst Chargers picks, you got Kazir White in the third. You got Mark Walton in the fourth. Um, okay, let me see. Give me a moment. Uh, oops, too far. Uh, you got R.J. McIntosh in the fifth. Am I missing anybody? You got all that spreadsheet. I don't think you picked up any picks in your trade. And in the first few rounds, you got. Haven Bryan at pick 17, defensive tackle from Florida. You got uh, Dante Pettis in the second, the uh, wide receiver from Washington. Like that. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I think I think this is pretty straightforward for the Chargers. I don't think there's any compensatory. I don't think you're part of any trades or anything like that. So I think <clears> that's a problem. Yeah. Let me just do, I think that's it. If if it turns out I miss one, someone let me know and I'll let them know. So, that's you're, fine. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Um, thanks on the clock. Now I, so I thank like you. both drafts. Yeah, yeah. So um, the Saints are another one of our lovely orphan franchises. If somebody feels like making a pick here, I'll be happy to throw it open. If somebody wants to take over the orphan Saints, if not, I'll just go off the board. All right, and it's a board pick. I don't think anyone's taken Trayvon Henderson, right? I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. Yeah. So according to my notes, he has not been selected. I'm assuming no one sees anything different for Trayvon Henderson. Okay, so that's the selection. All right, what pick are we at, Bill? Oh, so sorry. So to uh, that was pick 189, the Saints. And it was Trayvon Henderson, a uh, defensive back from University of Hawaii. Okay. Free safety, if that's if I didn't already say that. 
know. Raven to know. Uh, wait, or was this one of trade? Even hold on, let me check. I know we're getting close to one of trade. Nope, that's 199. Okay, we're good. Does anyone remember if no, okay, no, no, I'm certain of it. He has not been 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 selected. Ike Butker from Iowa, offensive tackle. Some may think some think he might kick inside the guard. And now the Chargers are back on the clock. Okay. <clears throat> and what number is the pick again? This is one... Uh, 191. 191. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you're white, Mark Walton, Audrey Maytas. All right. Um, now, obviously, you know, if I, if I throw a name out, Bill, just tell me if he's not <laughs> there. Um, give me one second. Well, what what quarterbacks are left? Uh, quarterbacks that are left would include people like Luis Perez, Riley Ferguson, um, Chad Kimmoff, uh the ever popular Danny Etling. Um, did did Kirk Binker get picked? Let me check. I seem to think Binkert hasn't been picked. Oh, I mean, okay. Uh, huh. Can someone confirm, just to make sure I'm not going nuts, that Kurt Binkert wasn't selected? Okay, let me double double check. I was going to do a total haul of what positions got picked once we were done with everything, but I haven't done it yet, so I don't have that on a separate spreadsheet yet. But let me just double check that Binkert may indeed be available, um, which would be kind of nuts, but it happens sometimes. What? 
Okay. So I'm not seeing Binker as being selected. Can can someone confirm <coughs> that I went crazy? He didn't go anywhere in the first two rounds, which is not surprising. Um, I'm now looking at round three. Okay. Not seeing him anywhere in round three or four. Now looking to round five. Let me just check this one more time. Who's that? Um, now I'm going to search just in case I misspelled his name or something for everyone from UVA. There's Micah Kaiser. I don't think Kurt Binkert's been picked. Okay. So, yeah, all right. Uh, which other quarterbacks? Or actually, you know what? I mean, I, 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 got, I, guess, I guess I like should know. Well, I don't know. Kurt Binkert is not picked yet. I probably don't know. <laughs> which quarterback? Um... Well, I'll say the ones that have been selected. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, that'll make it better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, the, you know, the big five that you're, it's just been going the first couple rounds, did just that, you know, the first couple rounds. Uh, then outside of the big five, you have Paoletta, Mike White. Paoletta? Uh, yeah, Loretta and White both went. Is that it? Uh, didn't Logan Woodside go? Wait. Wait, say it again. Didn't Woodside go? Woodside, yeah, so Logan Woodside. So those are the quarterbacks you've been selected. Okay, so, uh, he, so, um, so you said like Lamar, Mason, Josh Allen, okay, all those guys, yeah. Baker, all yeah. those All right, all right. right. I just wanted to get a feel for that position real fast. We're in the position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Well, I'm taking Riley Ferguson as this. Is. So, yeah, that's my pick for the Chargers. Oh, sorry, say the name again. Riley Ferguson is my pick for the Chargers. Riley Ferguson. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's fun. Uh, what is it you you liked about him that made you want to perhaps groom him? I guess if not as your actual successor to Philip Rivers, then as at least you know the guy who's probably back going to be backing him up in the future. I guess. I, I think he can come in and be a reliable backup. I mean, I know they got Carl Jones too, but um, I think that they you know <laughs> those three guys. Philip Philip's going to be there for a while. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I know he's old, but <laughs> I think he's playing really well. Uh, doesn't really get hurt too much. So, you know, obviously he's our guy for now. But I think, you know, he's a developmental guy to start, and he's, he's a guy that could definitely co- compete uh, for the number two um, job in front of Cardell. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's got, you know, all these things happen at Tennessee, you know what I mean? Um, even back, I guess, in North Carolina. But I think he's matured and got a lot better from, from those days. And, you know, at Memphis, he was really good. Um, did a touchdown interception rate was great. Um, made some touch um, throws last year. Um, you know, his back shoulder phase one of the best probably in the draft. I feel like too. Um, and just really good on boots and you know, play actions and look at. Um, yeah, it's obviously his arm strength is you know um, 
upper echelon in this draft too. So I know he's got a thin frame, especially his legs. Uh, some, definitely some, nobody talks about his skinny legs too much, but they're pretty skinny legs. But uh, yeah, he's very tall. tall like I've seen, can, him, yeah, but. seen him up close. Now he he said he just gotten over the flu, but he he weighed in at 196 pounds at the uh, yeah. You told me that, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, let me just yeah, say this. If the Chargers draft him, he's beating out Cardell Jones. Yes, he yes, should. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. And that's, you know, <laughs> we need a you know backup quarterback for you know we've got a guy closing in on forty. Um, as good as he is, you know, he's top of all the time is, is undefeated. So um, we need Riley Ferguson to come in um, and play. I know he's twenty three. He's not the youngest youngest player ever, but still, he's a young guy coming in. I think he can play. He can ball. He balled at Coffeeville CC. Balled at Memphis, uh, would have balled at Knoxville, you know, but things happen there. But um, yeah, I think uh, that's the guy we want. In round six, too, at one or we're at nine, one ninety one. Yeah, I think that's a, a solid pick where he should probably go. Okay. Now the Cowboys have back to back picks, uh, and speaking of things that are undefeated, their love for um, cornerbacks from LSU is still undefeated. As the Uh-oh. first of those two selections is Kevin Tolliver second. Ah, crap. Man, <laughs> you still on the board? <laughs> yeah, until, well, not anymore. I was but, hoping um, he was going to slide to no, no, He was on the board, but no no more. Okay. <laughs> and let's see what their next one. Yeah, that first one they were very excited about because, once again, you know, they love LSU corners. Uh, let's see. And then... Uh, who will be the next one? I'm uh, The next one is looking like... Oh, Okay. There's a player that at one point was looked at as someone who would go a little sooner than this, but has now found his way a little further down the draft board. The wide receiver from Boise State, Cedric Wilson. Nice pick. Really good value at this spot, too. Yes, yes. This is very good value for a guy that probably will push to be their number three um, wide receiver. Whoa, 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 whoa. I said, are, are you and, saying and, Ryan Switzer isn't going to contribute this year? No, I think Ryan Switzer might be the number two. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, still got, Willie, you got Williams, Hearns, and Beasley as well. Yeah, I'm very well aware of that. I I still I stand by my statement. <laughs> that he'll, I think he'll, he'll, yeah, I think when it's all said and done, and once again, number two means different things to different people, but if, if number two means the number two guy in numbers of receptions, I think it'll probably be our Swizzy. He was literally my favorite wide receiver last year. 
Yes, I remember. We had long discussions about it. And then when he went to the Cowboys, when they already had essentially kind of the same guy already, I think we all kind of scratched our heads, but, uh, you know, they'll figure it out. I guess. We'll find out who is the best would-be Patriots wide receiver. Uh, okay, so that brings us to, let me see, are these Rams picks that were traded or Rams picks the Rams kept? Let me confirm this before I uh, proceed. Okay, other spreadsheet. Okay. Yeah, so I think one I think one ninety four one ninety five and one ninety six were created in Seattle. So Seattle's about to pick a bunch. Or no it's not. So it's one ninety four and one ninety five, sorry, to trade in Seattle. Well, on and one ninety six wait, hold on. One ninety Yeah, one ninety four and one ninety five were traded in Seattle. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Seattle. Seattle is open for business. If somebody wants to pick up uh, one of these selections, if not, they will make two selections back to back. Okay, so we don't hear a bunch of people yelling and screaming. So we will assume that we will go ahead and make the selection. Yeah. Can someone confirm for me, is Jeff Holland still available? Yes, he is. I thought so. Okay, just making sure. Because he didn't come up when I did my search on my spreadsheet, so I'm make sure I didn't somehow just blow it. Well, he's leaving the board with pick 194. I know people who like Holland towards the latter part of, of um, the second round. Now, I don't like him that much, but I do know people who do. Let me see here. And then with the next selection. Um... Somebody took Ito. Yeah, somebody took Ito. Uh, somebody took Cameron Kelly. Did anyone take Joshua Frazier from Alabama? Let me check. A lot I don't of believe so. I'm going to double check. If so, it probably would have been yesterday. So let me just check the yesterday spreadsheet. 
Okay, Rashawn Evans was selected. Sean Hand was selected. Anthony Averett was selected. Ronnie Harrison was selected. Yeah, so fair number of Alabama guys, but it looked like he was one of them. Okay. I'm just double checking. Yep, he was not one of them. Okay. So he's off the board here. Joshua Frazier. A. I guess the paucity of zero text um, or one text or whatever in this draft class makes this an okay selection. He was really not very much, at least to my eyes, uh, as a player. But you know, if you no, can turn him into a lot, but if you can turn him into a, I guess a rotational something or other, I guess that's pretty much what you'd hope for at this point in the, in the selection process. Okay, the Chiefs are on the clock. I don't think 196 was... Nope, wait, take it back. Or do I? Actually, this apparently is also a Seattle pick. I'm trying to remember how this happened. So the Chiefs <laughs> must have traded it. The Chiefs must have traded this to the Rams, and the Rams traded it again. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay, so this was Casey to the Rams, and then Rams to Seattle. And the pick that got them 183. Okay, got it. Okay, so the Seahawks are doing out big here. <laughs> At least in this particular uh, part of the class, of the draft. So I'm going to finish this round with you guys, and I'm going to send the rest of my guys to you, Bill. Um, okay. Let's just say I'm going to be kind of out of commission in the next hour or so. Okay. Well, tell her to take it easy on you. You're still young. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, so that's, uh, yeah, pick 196. Uh, Marcel Frazier, Mizer. <laughs> Much like with Chad Thomas, another one of those players who looks like he's going to be good and then watch the tape and you're a little disappointed, but he he looks the part, man. He really looks like he's gonna be a heck of an edge rusher until the game starts. <laughs> but this is that part of the the uh draft where people take Six flyers on uh, guys who might or might not. The Panthers are on the clock. And, and 
Cole Madison as far as I can remember. No one remembers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Cole Madison's. Yeah, I'll double check. But yeah, Cole Madison. Yeah, Cole Madison is not in Okay, Cole Madison, offensive guard from Wisconsin. I mean, sorry, from um, uh, Washington State, sorry. What pick number are we at? That was Cole Madison, offensive guard, Washington State. Yeah, I'm oh, 197. All right, thank you. And New England is now on the clock. Uh, let's see. A lot of people not here. Um, let's see here. Uh, has is Joshua Kalu for Nebraska still available? I think he is. I'm not seeing him as being selected. Let me just double double check. But as far as I know, Kalu is still. Uh, oh, and this is one of the traded picks that Washington received from the Titans of pick 199. So that was 198, Joshua Kalu, safety from Nebraska. And now we are at pick 199. 
and it is defensive end slash outside linebacker Aaron Tiller from Southern University. And the Falcons are now on the clock, which is, wait, which was that traded or not? Uh, I think that one was not traded, actually. No, I take it back. It's traded to Baltimore. No, wait, hold on. T-56 was traded me. Okay, so 256 were paid to Baltimore. That's what it was. Okay. And then they still have 244. That's the Baltimore via the Falcons. All right. The Brandon Parker. No, wait. I think he was taken. Let me. Yeah, I think Brandon Parker was taken. Can someone check if Kendrick Norton was taken? I think he might have been as well. Let me double check. Let me just double check. It would have been yesterday if you were. Let me just check that. Okay. Um... Mark Walton from Miami. Ah, player from Miami. Thomas Norton McIntosh did, but I don't think he, Norton did. Okay, looks like it's Kendrick Norton, Norton.
And that puts Saint Paul. Saints. You're a pick 200. What's left on your board? Hey. Wake up the children. Uh, alert the uh, grandparents, whoever it is. We have our first place kicker off the board, ladies and gentlemen. We have Daniel Carlson from Auburn. Yay. <laughs> Bill, I'm looking through that email you sent with the draft order. Um is I think that's off. Okay. What do you, what I, don't, do you I don't think I have the spreadsheet itself though. Uh, say it again? I don't think I have the spreadsheet. Uh I did look at the email for the uh, picks, and I think it's completely off. Well, was it, if it was before the trades that took place yesterday, then there's a good chance that it is. Well, it's in uh, the original pick with Seattle. And also says it's in the seventh round. Right. So two things. I don't think that has compensatories on it. And it doesn't look like the trade, so that's probably why what you're why you're seeing what you're seeing. Uh, what was I just doing? Oh, right. Uh, well, we knew at some point somebody would take a kicker, but it didn't happen crazy early, so I don't think anybody will flip out or anything regarding that? Still way too early. <laughs> well, I didn't say nobody would complain. I said they would flip out. Probably. Uh, that puts the bucks on the clock. Uh, and has Dylan Cantrell been selected? I don't think he has. I'll double check, but I don't believe Dylan Cantrell. I don't think he has either.
sort of one of those quote unquote late risers. Um, I think, though some people, you know, like I said, no, have been their top close to the top one hundred, their top one hundred twenty-five. I guess I, I think this is probably more where I would have valued at least uh, from beautiful Texas Tech. Is that Dylan Cantrell's a pick? That was Dylan Cantrell at selection number 202 to the Buccaneers. A pick they got via trade with Pittsburgh. And that's a, that's a, you know, Dylan Cantrell's a weird prospect to me. People have him in round three and six and seven. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been all over the place. And then this is a pick that was acquired by the let me see two oh three now belongs to the Oh okay. Nope, nope, nope. He didn't get traded. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Uh let's see. Has anyone taken Saran Neal? Check. If so, it would have happened yesterday. So let me check that spreadsheet. Okay. Nope. Okay. So it is Saran Neal, the Safety from Jacksonville State. And that brings us to 204, the Vikings. Pick number 204, the Vikings. Okay, the selection is Tracy Walker, strong safety from Louisiana. Which I think used to call itself Louisiana uh, Lafayette. Super confusing. Um, I I wish they would. I, I know they're trying to, I guess, sound more prestigious or something, but it is. No, wait. Uh, wait, not Lafayette. What was the Raging Cajuns? Was what? Southwest Louisiana? That's what it used to be called. It used to be called Southwest Louisiana. Either way, it's confusing as I'll get out. And, oh, that's me, okay. This is just unlocked. Okay. 
Okay. Um, we will take... We will take um, cornerbacks. The run on Ferris State players, I guess, is, is, is on in full force. Uh, cornerback Javier Thomas from Ferris State University. compensatory selections. Okay, got it. And who has survived? Let's see. Who has made it this far? And the run on safeties continues as it is Trey Flowers from Oklahoma State. And the Packers are on the clock with the first of the compensatory selections at the end of the round. <clears throat> All right. Uh, two, uh, so first pick in the seventh round, two rounds for Deshaun Kaiser. All right. Um, uh, give me one second, though. One second. Sure. All right. 207. Green Bay Packers select running back Bo Scarborough from Okay. And once again, this is about where it makes sense to me to get a, a short yardage goal line, but somewhat fragile short yardage goal line back. Uh, but tell me about what you like about Mr. Scarborough and where you see him, you know, what do you see him bringing to your team? Yeah, I mean, you know, this is, like I said, where uh, he should go. Um, last year, you would have thought maybe in the top 100, but uh, injuries, lots of injuries. Uh, I think he's torn his ACL twice. Um, in college, and then Achilles, the IMG. Well, before that, before he transferred there, he's in Alabama, but um, so in high school. But yeah, I mean, he gets hurt. You know what I mean? A lot, and he's just a short yardage guy. Um, that we want, you know, that back to you know, we we need him. I mean, we don't need him, but it would be nice to have a guy like that. Um, Almost kind of using like John Coons a little bit. Um, I know he's not like a true fullback or anything, but um, just very want to use that type of guy. Down there. I mean, you know, you know what you're going to get from both folks. You know, um, the only thing that we have to worry about, I guess, is the Packers. Is does he want to play 100% of the time? You know what I mean? Like, he, effort is somewhat lacking, but I think um, supremacy. We can use them, like I said, in the short yardage on goal line. 
definitely have him blocking. So that's it for now. He's not a superstar anymore. He's going to have to get used to that. But <laughs> we'll definitely use him. So, but yeah, I think this is a good spot. Seventh round. So. Okay, and then the Cowboys at pick 208 take one of Josh Rosen's favorite targets, Jordan Lashley, wide receiver for UCLA. And the Dolphins with a pick that came to them from originally the Rams, then Kansas City, and comes the rest with my Okay, let's see. Who might that be? Uh, Brendan Mahone. Was, does anyone know if he was taken for Penn State? Let me double check. If so, it probably would have been yesterday, so I need to check to see if he's on that bridge. I don't think he is. Okay. He's been on that spreadsheet, so I'm going to put in the pick for Brendan Mahone. Guard from Penn State. And it brings Patriot via Oakland compensatory selection. Uh, might be getting some of them seventh round grade on. Let me double check. Uh, oh wait, there is someone who still have a sixth round grade on. It's wide receiver from USC, Deontay Burnett. I know you like him, Donovan. Okay, and then this is the final compensatory selection. The Texans with the final compensatory selection of the round. The Texans are on the clock. Thank you. 
me just check. Isaiah said he was hanging out with us, but he didn't really need it. So let me see if I can uh, find what he sent me. His
So it took some doing, but the pick is now in. Jake Wanneke, uh South Dakota State wide receiver, is the selection to close out the round. Did anyone want a recap, or do you want to just roll into the seventh? You're good. Okay. Then I guess we'll plow forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's not good. State wide receiver. And we are ready for the seventh round. The round of champions. So, pick 212. And that's New England again via Cleveland, I believe. I believe that's correct. Uh, let's see. The pickings are getting slim on some people's boards. Let me let me scrolly, scrolly, scrolly. Oh. Oh. I mean, it's confirmed that this player is still there. I'm going to be slightly mad at myself, actually, if this is correct. Sky Moore, linebacker from South Carolina, he's still on the board? I don't see him double check. I don't see him as being selected. Let me confirm. But I do believe. He is available. Yeah, I'm not seeing him as being selected. So unless I have somehow missed something, which does sometimes occasionally happen, I'm going to put the pick in at Sky Moore, which is 
Wow. Well done. <laughs> well done. A bit undersized, but very productive, very instinctive. And that brings us to pick 213. And let's see. Oh, wait, that's me. That's exciting. Um, hmm. Let's see. Who, oh, who, oh, who, oh, who. So many good football. But I know who I will take. Uh, wide receiver Jalen Acklin from Western Illinois. Callaway, wide receiver, Florida. Okay. Um, a An intriguing prospect for a variety of reasons. Uh, tell me what are some things you like about him, and of course, uh, any concerns you might have regarding Antonio Callaway. Well, he has a lot of concerns. <laughs> I mean, with the, the smoking and the, he got charged with credit card fraud or something, and then the sexual assault case. Yeah. Um, but he kind of reminds me of Lee Evans. And in the seventh <laughs> round, if you can get a player like Lee Evans, close to like Lee Evans, then I think it's worth the risk at least. See if he can stay out of trouble. Yeah, well, I'll say this much about him. He's not lazy. Um, he kept busy. Uh, always doing something <laughs> um, in his uh, years down in, in Gangsville. Uh, there certainly is talent there. And if you can find someone to, I don't want to say watch him 24-7, but keep an eye on him, I think it would be fair to say. Uh, somebody to do that. Someone to make sure they know where he is and what he's doing. I think it would be a yeah, fair I have, way I have a hard time with I have a hard time with the off-the-field stuff because I don't know these guys personally. I'm only looking at what they do in the field, uh, so I only can contest to that. But 
uh, he has had some trouble, and that has to be. That's why he's getting drafted in the seventh round and not the second. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, he has he has made his bed, and in it he must lie. Uh, he clearly, yeah, is a talented cat, but whew, he uh, he he definitely kept the the beat writers busy down in Gainesville. It is uh, it is careered out there. I think would be yeah. fair. To yeah. Uh, you know, so they never were at a loss for stuff to write about uh, with him, at least. And yeah, if you can get him straightened out, you know, you've got something. Well, I think in the Colts case as well, I mean, they need talent. They might have one of the worst rosters in the league, and they just need they need <laughs> talented players. So the, the risk is that. worth it. Yes, they they do have one of the worst rosters, and you know, hats off to um, Ryan Grigson. Not Ryan Grigson. I mean, um, what's his name? Um, no, it is Ryan Grigson, right? He's the one who messed it up. Now it's Ballard. Right now, it's Ballard's the one who's trying to put it back together. Yes, yeah, right, right. Clean up the mess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. He well once again plenty of wood to chop. Uh, so he, he at least lets you let what you're saying. The only way it goes up. So he gave you at least a place to go, uh, which is up. Okay. Let's... Yeah, at least at least he didn't mess up Andrew Luck. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh boy. Well, as we said, you know, things happen. But. If you can, you know, protect him, keep him healthy, give him talent around him, good things can potentially happen with him. And the Texans, which is the lovely and talented Isaiah, promised he'd send me his board. I just talked to him a few moments ago, so let's see if he's actually done it. Uh, talk amongst yourselves for a moment while I check my email. Uh, okay, kids. Let's see what we got here. Okay, so did I or did I not? Okay, there.
Uh, so it is wide receiver Jamon Moore from Missouri. He's another one of those. Um, looks, looks, Missouri has a lot of those guys this past year. Looks better than they actually played kind of dudes. Okay, so. Jamal, Jamal, Jamal. Uh, Moore. Jamal Moore was the pick. Jamal Moore. Yeah, yep, for the Texans. Okay. Hey, he's from there, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that'll help him to uh, play harder or something. Because he's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not tearing it up so far. <laughs> but he looks the part, you know. They've, they've got a lot of guys in Missouri who look like they should be good football players. Only they have more guys who play good football. He's had a bad senior bowl, so... I mean. Yeah, I mean, I kept hearing pretty good. Missouri was pretty good. Missouri was pretty good. Drew Locke, I mean, they were him a lot early. He kind of faded away in the end of the season. Right. I mean, they were supposed to be kind of a dark horse to, you know, not win, but at least be in contention in the in their half of the Southeast Conference, and uh, that did yeah. not happen. No, I <laughs> think they were a year from that. I think this year they can, but not last year. Their defense was pretty young. Gary Odom kind of getting his feet wet as head coach. For, Jamal yeah. Moore was pretty good. Beginning of the year. Then the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, senior Bowl. <laughs> so, he, he, he's a guy, so maybe you should just play him like the first three games of the season and bench him. Maybe that's the secret <laughs> to getting the most yeah, out of Jamal Moore. The Georgia game, I was like, man, this dude is like going to be legit. Like. <laughs> But, but I get then, so frustrated when his best games are versus good teams, so I get so frustrated because I'm like, well, like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. He's one of those guys that I guess checks the stands for scouts when he decides just how he's going to play. I don't see any scouts in the stands. Uh, guess you're not going to get the best from you tonight. He drops too many passes, though. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to selection number 215. Not 215. Where am I? Two, what is that? 223? Is that it? San Francisco from Miami through Tampa Bay? Well, that sounds like a fun journey. I mean, like a vacation or something. Um... A lot of places for a pick. To go. A lot of places for a pick to go. Uh, let's see. So many, so many players. Um, uh, John Franklin Myers. So some more of my FCS guys leaving the board. Who was Jonathan Franklin until very recently? It took me a second to realize it was the same cat. Like, oh, wait, I know who you are. You just slapped on a new name. Uh, let's see, to a 49er.
My second favorite Central Arkansas defensive prospect. My favorite one is long gone. And that brings us to, 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 let me say, to, uh, oh, the bears are back on the clock, okay. Bears, bears, bears. Uh, there's some decent players left. Mm. Uh, Tony Adams, offensive guard, North Carolina State University. The Vikings with a pick they received from the Broncos. Please confirm. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Here. Yeah. Peter Kalambayi from uh, Stanford. Is the selection?
and epic. Uh, Seattle by way of the Jets are next. Okay, let's take a look. Uh, the last, I guess, of the Ohio State defensive linemen, I believe Michael Hill had not been selected. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had. But, okay, Michael Hill, Ohio State, defensive tackle-ish. Dolphins by way of the 49ers. Uh, safety Quinn Blanding from UVA. That's a steal. Yep, good kid. Good kid. From a good family. Football family. Safety, yay. That brings us to So we have two more traded picks now for a while. Okay, so that brings us to Jimmy Jam, James Coburg. Okay, Jim, always fascinating board.
looks like his highest rated player, if I'm reading this correctly. I'm not sure I am, but let me think. Uh, a lot going on here. It looks like his highest rated player is Dijon Allen. I'm reading this right. Okay, offensive guard Dijon Allen. I'm going to have to total up all the guards taken, but I think this is going to be a the highest number in the history of the four years we've been doing this, I think, in terms of number of guards selected. There have been, I think, no fewer than three taken in every round, it seems like, something like that. If you count guys who project from tackle to guard. Right, sorry. It's uh, Hawaii. For those who are wondering, Dijon Allen's from Hawaii. And he is projected to guard from um, I mean, he's played some left tackle, but I think he measured out about six foot two, so he's a guard. And on the clock now is uh, Miami again. Okay, Miami's back on the clock. Woo! Miami's bored. Okay, let's go be some digging. Let's see. Somebody took Richie. Yeah, Richie James went already, right? Was it Jim that took Richie? Probably. Double check. I think Richie James has been selected. It probably would have been yesterday, so let me start with that. And I'll check the day before just in case. I'm pretty sure it was day two if he was selected. Yeah, he went and picked 110. Okay. That's what I suspected. Mm 
Okay, so he is gone. That's what I figured. Um, Trey Matthews, safety from Auburn. And let's see where it is. And so that brings us to the Raiders again. And Jimbo Okay, let's take a look. And it is offensive tackle. Zach Goldich. Um, I'm guessing, Chase, you've seen a fair amount of Goldich. Or not? <laughs> Maybe. All right, then. We will uh, assume that you've seen some of them and just wasn't all that impressed. Chase? Maybe? No? Yes? No. Chase, can you hear me? Interesting. I'm sorry, Chase. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Okay, I was just checking. I was saying, I was trying to get your your feeling about that Goldich who was just selected. I'm sorry, who? That Goldich. You might have uh, had any words of wisdom regarding him. I have none. All right, then. 
I shouldn't assume Sorry, every player. I shouldn't assume every player in the state is someone that you uh, you about whom you'd have an opinion. I guess. No, no, not everyone. <laughs> okay, no problem. Uh, so the next selection up is it is. Uh, Here we go. The next selection is to... My God, the Dolphins have a lot of summer graphics. Lord have mercy. The Dolphins again. And they have one of the most picked over boards. So let's give this a whirl. Okay, kind of a project wide receiver, Javon Wims from Georgia. Some people like him. Um, I think he's sort of a possession receiver with some length and not a whole lot else, but he did show up against some top competition, so I guess there's that to say for him. So no one's a wild, crazy Javon Wims fan, apparently. Okay, then we'll move forward. Uh, let's see. Who is next on the hockey parade? Okay, so we've got Oh, and then the Jaguars Is this one that they traded or is this one that they not traded? One they did not they did not trade this one until two thirty. It is safety Godwin Ibawike from Northwestern. Good deal. I think yeah. he's a really good football player. Has anyone besides me seen him? Because I really like him. No, he's he's good. He he's gonna be a guy you're like man. He got good tape. He shouldn't have fell. Like, you know, a few years, I think, because uh, I really think he's only kind of scratching the surface, man. He, he's, he's really good um, player. I like him a lot. Yeah, I, I think he's got – I think he's got starter potential. 
uh, the Perpignan. I think he has a chance to be an NFL starter. And if you get a future, a possible future starter at this point, you've done you've done some business. You've done a good job. A fair amount of him was asked in the um, defense that they run at Northwestern. And, you know, obviously people always say of Stanford and Northwestern and kids like that, they always mention that they're smart and it's kind of a cliche, but he is a smart kid. Uh, On and off field smart guy. And once again, yet another West African kid or kid of West African lineage. And that brings us to, oh, me, okay, sweet. Um, No one's taken Dion Thump Yelder yet, right? I don't believe so. I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure that the only Western Kentucky player taken so far was Mike White, I think. But I will double check. Yeah, he has not been selected. So now he has. Beyond Yelder. He's another one of the smaller tight ends in the class, but he's fairly powerful. And, uh, you know, once again, not a devastating blocker, but, you know, a decent functional blocker. One of the better route runners, and and he has good hands as well. In a not great tight end class. Not too fond of the tight end class, Bill? I am not, actually, no. I, I am not wild. But, but if you have specific needs, you're looking for a specific kind of guy, you can find that guy sometimes. And so if you have, you know, tight end, none of them, or you have a tight end who's similar to this guy, but he can't stay healthy, which is sort of the situation that we're in, you know, now you have a guy who's sort of like the guy who can't stay healthy, and hopefully this one can stay healthy. That brings us to you, sir. You're on the clock, uh, Dominic. Uh, what's what's with, with LA or with Green Bay? Oh, I'm sorry, with Green Bay. Green Bay. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Now, let's see. I've gotten RMP, Duke Dawson, and Dalton Schultz, Cindy Cobb, James, Daniel Lawson, Cover, Andrew Brown, and Bo Scarborough. Now. Um, all right. Give me one second. No problem. We are not in a huge hurry. No, we're we're getting close to the the finish line. We're 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 pacing ourselves now. We are. I um. Has anyone selected? No, never mind. Don't need them. Sorry, J.K. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> we we got we got we got James Daniel Austin Cobra. I don't need anyone inside. Uh, 
guards or centers or anything at this point. But, all right. <laughs> yeah, what about uh, Quinn Blaney is gone to live last round. DJ Reed? Yeah, DJ Reed's been gone for quite some time, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I say that. Jamarco Jones? Jamarco Jones. Let me double check. Yeah, Ohio State, Marco Jones. Yeah, I know. I know. We, we, we talked about him at least once before. Let me check. If he went, it would have been yesterday. So there's only one Jamarco in this whole class, so it shouldn't take long to search for him. Yeah. <laughs> he went, actually, he went at pick number, is that 119? Hold on, not 119. Um, oh, wow. No, he went actually super early. Um, in my mind, he went pick 83 to the Ravens. Crazy. Okay. That's pretty early. That's um, super early. I yeah. mean, you know, here's one, another guy that's kind of like, you could go there early on, possibly. Um, you know what? I got, okay. Um, I'm looking through. It's okay. Once again, take your time. We 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 we're we're close, very close to the finish line. Just trying to think of players that like legitly would still be like. I'm pre- I've asked a couple that are probably dumb, but um, uh, like Jamarco Jones. I should have figured. I should. I don't know why he would be here. <laughs> um, All right. Um, Devontae Harris at Illinois State. Uh, I took him, uh, or somebody took him in the fourth round. But I think bottom of the fourth. Tavares McFadden. <coughs> I think Isaiah got him uh, sometime yesterday. <coughs> Let's go with uh, Grant Haley of Penn State. Okay, there you go. I think it's the last. I think that's the last of the Penn State uh, defensive prospects. You got the. I think close the store now on defensive prospects from uh, Penn State. I think that's the last of them. So, what do you like I about Grant? Well, he did test pretty well, though. Yeah, obviously, his, talk about somebody from a good family background. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. Uh, he Obviously, his dad is dean of medicine, head of medicine at Florida. You know, his mom like doing medicine too. She ran track. Brother works with USC as manager. All his family plays football. in Georgia's from Atlanta. Um, I mean, he's a good kid. Comes from a good family. But I mean, yeah, he's got lack of size, obviously. But other than that, uh, so where do you think you'll play him? I mean, I think he'll be on a dime and nickel packages for Green Bay. Um, we didn't take a corner. Oh, no, we did take a corner. We still do Dalton, but, you know, that division with Kirk Cousins and, all. I mean, 
God, I can't, I'm drawing a blank on all the quarterbacks. But Kirk Cousins and um, Matthew Stafford, obviously. And yep. And the missing one quarterback. Oh, I'm getting over it. Sorry. <laughs> I think NFC North is blank right now. But, you know, I mean, that that's a, that's a very tough division. I think it might be the toughest um, in football right now. So just the balance of shit just changed so much in that division. So, um, oh, it's Mitch Trubisky. That's the quarterback. I'm sorry, Mitch Trubisky. Um, and, you know, they got a lot of receivers, a lot of explosive weapons too. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, um, being able to – do man coverage for for them. The play's good in the zone too. He competes. You know he's going to compete hard. Um, fast kid played all four years. Pretty pretty productive over all four years too. Um, found a way on the field as a freshman doing special teams, and that's probably what he'll do here. Um, so I like how explosive he is too. So and like I said, his IQ. Uh, it seems like a Packers pick right here. He's a very smart, high IQ, high high character kid. You don't have to worry about him off the field. Oh, I nope. <laughs> no um, phone calls from the Grant Haley uh, selection. No, he. No. And he's probably he's doing like he's doing the least amount in his family, like. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just such a prestigious family, but no. Um, yeah, no, no worries about him off the field. So I think that's a good thing. You know, like I said, Duke Dawson's really good, but Dan Haley's not. No slouch. I mean, they're not. That I mean, there's kind of a difference there between guys, obviously, but I mean, it's not too much of a difference. So, I mean, I think Grant Haley can make the team. I can definitely find him. Seventh, seventh round. Good. Good pick. Sure. Sure, sure. Okay, let's see. That brings us to Kansas City from Arizona. Okay. Okay. Uh, tight end Andrew Vallette from Weber State University. Basically, he's the FCS version of Mike Jacecki. I don't know if you guys checked out his testing numbers. Mike Jacecki didn't do great in the weight and reps area, but other than that, super impressive testing from a from a, a pretty much full size tight end, uh, big kid with a lot of athletic ability, and you probably need to get him stronger in the weight room. I think he did something like thirteen reps, which is not awesome for a guy who's about two hundred fifty pounds, but. Um, Impressive otherwise. Impressive otherwise. Uh, I I don't know if Godert's a better athlete, uh, partially because he didn't do full testing. So we don't know exactly what kind of athlete he really is. But um, you do, out of out of alert, you get a guy who played at about 245, slimmed down to 239 for his, his testing uh, former San Jose State player who transferred to Weber State. Times range from four five four on the low end to four six three on the high end. Thirty uh, two inch vertical. That part's not very Jazeki like, but um, six nine three cone on a guy who's 
six five and five eighths, and normally plays close to 50 pounds. Like I say, he slimmed down to run. Uh, 4.08 short shuttle, and his broad jump wasn't super awesome. But once again, I think that's a function of not really being in the weight room. A nine nine uh, broad jump, which isn't isn't awful, but I think if you were a little more familiar with the weight room, I think you would have probably gotten a better number there. So that's an interesting pick. Um, you get him a little stronger if he stays roughly as athletic with playing back around 252. You might really have something. You might have a, a guy that might play, might even start for you for, for a few years. And let's see. And probably a guy would have maybe been a party and back free agent and it's in a better tight end class, but in a class where tight ends are hard to come by, not a bad selection. And that brings us to two, 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 two. Uh, two thirty four. The Panthers from the Chargers by way of the bill to complete the double play. Okay, and that off. The very long. Let me confirm. No one took. No one took on Tate yet, right? I'll double check. But it seems like no one had halted his slide yet. So I'll just confirm that. Okay, the very long slide of on, draft slide of on tape finally comes to an end. This is a guy some people at one point had, in some cases, in the top five or six of their wide receiver ranking, but he had a very problematic combine. And showed himself to, I mean, I, I wasn't blown away by things he did on tape. He looked like a, you know, guy who couldn't get much separation but would wall people off and jump over them. And not that you can't still do that at the NFL level, but it's not quite as easy to make a living doing that as, as it was in college. Any on tape fans want to defend his honor or? All right, then. Keep it moving. Uh, that brings us to... Uh, okay. 
Okay, the Jets by way of Seattle. And it is offensive tackle Brett Toff from the Military Academy at West Point, also known as Army. I don't know if they already have something in in mind to help deal with his uh, military commitment or if they're just going to wait it out. But he, I got to see him up close in person once again during Shrine game practices. He, he certainly looks the part, especially at the right side. Uh, he will struggle with some of the more bendy and agile people um, should he face them on the left side. But he, can, he handles power rushes reasonably well and, of course, very skilled in run blocking since he you know, played in an offense that very rarely threw the ball. And that brings us to Dallas back on the clock. And Did Dion Kane get selected? Hold on. I keep thinking he might have been, but let me check. See if he got picked at some point yesterday. Okay, yeah, he did. Okay. <laughs> I thought he might. Okay, oh, actually. Well, pretty early, actually. Picked uh, number 89. Is that right? Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, he got picked actually kind of super early. Yeah, I should have figured as much. Okay. Got it. Huh. Did Leon Jacobs get selected? No, he must have. Let me just confirm that, though. Yeah, he did, of course. Oh, duh, I took him and picked 165. Okay. Oh, good pick, though. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I get so immersed in everyone else's sports. Uh, okay, so, yeah, definitely not available. Which number are we on? We are at selection number 200 and hold on. Let me get back to that spreadsheet. I was uh, away from that. That was 200 and um, uh, uh, 
Dallas had just picked. So 230. Actually, this is, sorry, the Dallas is picking 236. We are at Dallas's selection at 236. And uh, oh, it was, uh, hold on, I just, uh, oh, Teron Johnson, cornerback. Hey, the run on Weber State players is on. Um, he is known primarily right now for becoming sort of a meme during the um, combine when a during the gauntlet drill, the ball hit him in the face. But despite that, he actually is a really good football player. And a very good value here. Now he showed that he has a pretty good sense of humor in the way he dealt with uh, his newfound fame. And now we're at pick 237. And let's see. Uh, Two thirty-seven is the Lions. Selection is someone took Dorian O'Daniel, right? From Clemson. I guess I should confirm that. Let me double check. Yeah, Deion Kane went and Taylor Hearn, of all people, went. So maybe Dorian Daniels is actually available. All right, though, I stand corrected. Dorian O'Daniel. Well done, Lions.
that brings us to the Ravens at 238. What is left? All right. Running back Justin Jackson from Northwestern University. I thought he was the second most impressive running back at the Eastlet Shrine game. Very complete. Only thing he doesn't have is, you know, tremendous size and exceptional speed, but he has enough of each thing to be a legitimate change of pace back in the NFL. And that brings us to... The Packers are on the clock. All right. Um, back on the clock again. Um, all right. Green Bay Packers select Michael Dixon from Texas. There we go. Punters are people too. Tell us uh, what you what you like about Mr. Dixon and well, why he was the selection here. I mean, for one, you know, Tim Mastay was the punter for the Packers for a while, and they've kind of gone through a couple of punters at this point. Vogel um, is the punter now, and then that's young, but I think Dixon's better than them. <laughs> I, I've rarely checked out kickers and punters. Met Michael Dixon twice, great kid. Um, um, obviously, you know, Australian kid from uh, IAS out there in Sydney, but. He is he's kind of a veteran, man. He's already 24, and, you know, he's been through – he's had, like, a real job before. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, already. And, <laughs> you know, obviously he played at Texas for a while. He's, he's good. I mean, he's all Big 12, um, an All-American um, when he was there. And <clears throat> I just think the kid's got it, man. He really – you know, Brad Wing is somebody that he trains with all the time. But I guess – has some similarities, obviously, <laughs> being where they're from. But he's kind of he's got a little flair to be a punter like Brad Wing. So and it's, I think he was uh, 47.5 or 0.4 <clears throat> on 
on his net uh, average, which is great. So um, the only thing, you know, and he used to kick too um, previously, you know, so just in case, you know, he has some someplace on the kickoffs too. So he has some value there. But, um, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, this is about – I mean, Michael Dixon probably – I think he might be kind of early, honestly, like way earlier than this. But um, it's possible. I mean, I, some know. people forget him as high as the fourth round. And he's, he yeah. spells Dixon, D-I-C-K-S-O-N. He has a fourth-round projection on a lot of websites, fourth and fifth. Yeah, and he spells his last name D-I-C-K-S-O-N. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Another reason, man, Australians are coming up, man. I mean, look at Ben Simmons, <laughs> my favorite player in the NBA right now. I know I'm a LeBron fan of Don Ben Simmons is, is that dude. Joe Ingles last night. I mean, good Lord. Um, <laughs> Brad Wing, like I said. I mean, we got Texas has got produced people. Justin Tucker is right. probably the best kicker in the NFL right now, right? So we got <laughs> we got good Australian luck going on right now. So <laughs> let's go with the Aussie. Um, yeah. Cold weather is tough. Um, he's never played. I actually asked him this, Bill. Um, you know, if, you know, he wouldn't mind playing cold. He's like, you know, some of the part of the reason I chose Texas was because hot, you know, so. <laughs> Green Bay is not hot, but or he's not hot. Or Minnesota, or Chicago, where he's going to play eight, half the year is going to be played in those four places. Um, obviously, Minnesota has a dome, and, uh, you know, so does Detroit, but, I mean, still, it's going to be cold, but it's all right. He'll, he'll get used to that. I think he'll be all right. Like I said, he's an older guy. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to call the guy old, but, I mean, 24, so, like, He's older than most people in the draft. Um, and like I said, he's been through some real-life stuff already. So he'll, he'll act like the cold yeah. But, yeah, Texas and Sydney, Austin and Texas and Sydney, Australia, definitely not Green Bay with coffee. But <laughs> he'll uh, figure it out, I think. So, yeah. Gotcha. And that brings us to... 240 San Francisco by way of the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, and then Baltimore picked up two other. Six from the Falcons. Well, one of them they already chose in the six. So they also picked up pick number 256. So the Ravens have this pick and pick 250. No, sorry. not that. I'm looking at the wrong team. Uh, so don't worry about that yet anyway. Oh, but uh, back to San Francisco. They will take wide receiver Byron Pringle from Kansas State University. Thank you. Guys were a little bit older and have seen some things in the world. Byron Pringle, I think, is 23 and change. 
Okay, so Byron Pringle. Fairly savvy route runner type. You've got to capitalize on that last name for marketing. You have to. Like, yeah, you would think, man. wouldn't you? He's not, I know he's not a top pick, but still, like, there's not many guys named Pringle. No, there are not. <laughs> so he's got to do this. He's got to do We've got to call him up. Yeah. His agent works in this range. Right. His agent, <laughs> if, if his agent works, you know, two pennies, you ought to be able to get something out of that. Yeah. What team did he go to? He just went to the. 49ers and a pick they got from the Chiefs. Alright. You know, very healthy city, but so, <laughs> but alright. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you can always you know, there's always even in the healthiest city, maybe, you know, maybe Pringles can come up with a more health-conscious version of their, actually, I guess it would be hard, actually. Maybe. I know they got they got a veggie chip now, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're all about healthier options nowadays. Avocado toast, man. Yeah. Go. Toast. <laughs> oh my God! God love your generation and its avocado toast. Okay, so that brings us. <laughs> um. Oh, me. Excellent. By way of the Rams. Oh, so many players that I like. And I am going to take DeLance Turner running back from Alcorn State University. I think he's going to end up being an immediate contributor. And he's one of the few running backs, I think he will probably go this late, who has a legitimate shot to be a starter, as in he has the requisite size and power and decent enough speed that would allow him to actually be, you know, a full-time load-carrying back. And, of course, he plays for the um, legendary Eric McNair, the original Eric McNair, which is Fred, the older brother of the late, great Steve McNair, is the head coach at Alcorn State, for those who don't follow Alcorn State athletics all that, that closely. So this is pick 242. 
Well, the the semi run on backup quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, JT Barrett of the Ohio State University becomes a professional. Well, everybody wants to see JT get drafted, right? And I think you will. I think you will get drafted. Yeah, he's been hot lately, man. He's- Kind of moving up the board. You know, and he's pretty much a made-to-order backup quarterback. Great in the locker room, smart guy, tough guy. Won't, you know, disturb things too much. Um, Good enough to fill in, not good enough to cause a quarterback controversy. So he's, he's sort of the perfect backup and certain oh well, I'm say perfect, but a really good backup option. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I agree. Totally agree. And that brings it to pick number two hundred and forty three. And let's see, Kansas City Chiefs from the Titans. Uh, mm. uh, center Bradley Bozeman from Alabama. Nick Saban out there getting in the years of NFL coaches, making sure even his most average of players get selected. <laughs> You know, Bozeman's not a bad player, but if he didn't go to Alabama, he probably wouldn't be drafted. Or at least, he'd, yeah, he'd probably be an undrafted free agent, but it really, almost literally any other school. So I guess it pays to go to Alabama. I guess it's an object lesson there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> And we're not close to 244. Okay, which that one of the ones about did not trade. I think it was the last Falcon selection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the Falcon's last selection. And it is the teeny little but fun wide receiver Braxton Berrios from Miami. Yeah. 
Most likely yeah. he'll be a return guy. Do you think he might be a little bit like uh, the you guys were just talking about from Dallas, um, Ryan Switzer? He's only not quite as he gets compared to him. I mean, a little, a little yeah, he's not as physically strong and nowhere near as productive. Um, Switzer literally doubled him up in terms of production. If you're, yeah. I mean, Darius did almost nothing, uh, frankly, in his collegiate career in terms of receiver production, but great returner. Very good return guy. Not as physically strong as Switzer. I mean, don't forget, Switzer was actually very strong for his size. Barrios is about average in terms of strength for his size. Yeah. So Barrios, he's I'll a tell you what, man. He's, He's, he's a less powerful, powerful, yeah. He's a less powerful, less productive version of Brian Switzer. You want to make that yeah. comparison? As far as top top personalities in the draft, he's what first round. <laughs> yeah, people are worried about his personality. I, I I think he's going to end up in somebody's front office, quite frankly, before it's all said and done. Oh, Not many yeah. players do it, but Mark Murphy being you know one of the ones that did it. I think, he, and of course, people forget Tom Thompson was a linebacker for 10 years in the league. But most of you guys are too young to know that. But he played for the Oilers and was a pretty good linebacker, actually. Yeah, I, I, I can see Braxton Berrios being um, in the front office one day. Because he, I think that's where he ends up. His personality is a lot, lot larger than life, for sure. Um, and Or, man, I mean, he could college football. I mean, he could definitely go back there, too, start off there. Cause, uh, just imagine him recruiting coordinator, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark Rickler was yeah. that. Um, I mean, he would like him to probably succeed in the NFL first, but <laughs> that doesn't work out. Um, yeah, I think he'll spend a few years in the NFL, and then, like I said, I think he'll be. Yeah, I could see him in in college football, but I, I think he might really like it in pro football. So we'll see. But he's he's exactly the kind of guy that I mean, I'm sure he has nicknames like the president or the mayor or the CEO or the. Something. Yeah, I mean, it's, they, they call him. They call the. Uh, yeah, his, his nickname is the mayor. That's what Eric said. He's my fan. So. Yeah, I buy it. I buy that. I would. I would not. That surprised me not one tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. I, he. Yeah, he like him, man. He's a. He's, he's good. He's good. I like him. <clears throat> that brings us to the Saints. Look, feel on two forty-five. We only have. Five more quote unquote regular selections, and then the compensatory people. So, once again, good job pacing yourselves. You're going to cross the finish line in probably the next 15 or so minutes. Uh, so, people's boards are looking kind of scant, though. So, it's, yeah, so that's why it takes me a little longer between six. Oh boy, we could have a run on specialists. <laughs> Yes, we have a run on on special as place kicker Eddie Pinero from Florida goes off the board. Who's that? We have a run on specialist as place kicker Eddie Pinero from uh, oh. Florida flies off the board. Nice.
he is he's a really good place kicker. I mean, I guess that's really, that's that's all there is to say. Not a lot else to throw at it. Uh, accurate, strong leg. Yes. I'm not exactly an expert when it comes to place kicker count scouting, but I have watched him and he's one of those rare early entry uh place kickers. We've seen now a couple of them. Uh, we saw one from Florida State a couple of years ago, and that didn't work out. But we'll see what happens with Pinheiro. That brings us to pick number 246. And that is a selection that belongs to me. Excellent. Um, so, so many good football players. Um Let's see. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think. I think I will join the sort of late-ish round um, tight end, uh, what do you call it, uh, project sort of tight end types going off the board late. Uh, yeah, I think I will. Uh, Garrett Hudson, tight end, Richmond. If he had gone to Virginia instead of Richmond, he would have been gone two, two and a half rounds earlier. In a, once again, as I, I know I keep saying this, but in a shaky tight end class, I have him well in my top ten tight end. And I think most people would as well if they just if they'd seen him. Uh, but when you're watching Kyle Loretta, hey, don't just take your eyes off him and see where the ball's going sometimes. He has a very good tight end who's athletic, a good blocker, smart, does a good job of finding soft spots in the defense. And I think he's the third, either the third or fourth in terms of total athletic testing, third or fourth most athletic tight end in the um in the class, and unlike some of the other guys, he's he's full size. He's not more than two hundred thirty pounders. And that brings us to pick number 247. And this is a selection that belongs to the Jaguar. 
unless they traded it. Steve kept me busy with that stuff. Let me see. Nope, he kept that. Okay, good. Um, let's see, did Stephen Roberts get it? So the top two players on the board for him are Trey Walker and Stephen Roberts. Let me see if either one of them is still available. So, okay, it looks like Trey Walker is available. Let me just see if Stephen Roberts is. And we here's both of them available. So uh, who is the, the higher ranked of the two is Trey Walker. So Trey Walker is the selection. Uh, And of course, I I can't hear the name Trey Walker without thinking, of course, of uh, the of course it's spelled slightly different, uh, but the late Trey Walker, who of course uh, played with the uh, the Ravens, but yeah, spelled somewhat differently. I think this one is spelled E Y, and that one was A Y. Trey Walker, if memory serves me correctly. And uh, Louisiana Lafayette, if you were looking for the university, sorry, I forgot to 
give Trey Walker's university. Uh, Trey Walker from Louisiana Lafayette, also known as Tracy. Um, if you're looking for, uh, sometimes he comes up as Trey, and sometimes he comes up as Tracy. He's the same dude. Don't know why his name comes up differently in different places. Um, he was Tracy until he got to the combine. Uh, sort of like a semi, somewhat like the uh, Derek Wake, um, Cameron Wake situation. So I knew him as Tracy Walker, and then I was like, Trey Walker. Same school. It's like, wait, does he have a twin brother or something? And then it's, well, I find he's the same guy. Uh, let's see. And we're at 248. Seahawks. Okay. Do a little digging to see if there's anybody left on their board who's still available. Somebody took Josh Adams, right? The running back from Notre Dame. I'm almost certain someone did. Let me confirm that. Wait a second. Hold on.
now I'm feeling a little crazy. <laughs> That's why I get participating in a bunch of different mock drafts within a few days of each other. Uh, it looks like maybe he wasn't selected. Well, then I stand very much corrected. Looks like he is definitely selection then. All right. Well done. Yeah, I think the Seahawks would be absolutely thrilled if they were actually able to get uh, Josh Adams at 248. Not that it's impossible, but it's, you know, obviously unlikely. Yeah, that'll be one of the steals, I guess, of the uh, of the class. Okay, pick two forty nine, kids. This, I think, was... I mean, it was a Delta. Uh, it was 249. So that was Delta. Uh, It looks like 249 was not one of the ones that was dealt by the Bengals. So this is their last selection then. And Donovan, it's Chase Boogie time. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Every day we lit. (laughs) Everything will be lit. He's not exactly Johnny Manziel, but Chase knows how to have a good time, I think it would be fair to say. Yeah. Um, He's got a lot of stuff, man. Yes, he's got a lot of stuff. (laughs) Well put. I mean, I didn't, you know, yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I like him though. I mean, I really do think he's a good quarterback. You know what I mean? But <laughs> let me ask you this: Do you think he's a basically good kid who's made some questionable decisions, or is he a kid who has legitimately questionable character? In your in your opinion, I think it, it. Yeah, questionable character because I mean, it's been you know the stuff in high school with his girlfriend, like talking issues. Yes. That's, I'm kind of worried about that a little bit. He's, like, hiding in a closet or something? I don't know. Like, that's, like, you know, I'm not a psychologist. 
That's a lot. But I know high school well, you know what I mean, but that's taking it to it. <laughs> it's a little more than John Cusack was doing. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, and then, you know, partying and just like yes. showing up late and stuff. You guys may not have a good time. That's always been true going back to like 15. Sure. Yeah, he started early partying. Like, so maybe he's mm-hmm. on the system. Maybe, uh, maybe he's just a party hardcore. Maybe he's a stalker. Maybe he was just a kid in love. Um, maybe his alarm clock didn't go off. He didn't mean to be late. You know, like a like, few other people. Um, you know, you know, Bill, our, we, we said everything on our iPhone, so that dies. You know, we're screwed. Um, we don't just wake up in time for stuff. Like, <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, and, you know, he had some issues with, like, reclassifying in high school. He kind of came out early, technically, out of high school. He was one of the quarterbacks that did. Um, he didn't play senior year, I guess, because I don't know exactly what happened with that. Um, he was supposed to transfer to a different school and didn't and just left. And now he left early from Marshall. He's a pretty young kid, so, man, he's made some bad decisions. Um, yes, but... That's correct. <laughs> I mean, you gotta want, what team did he go to in your in the draft right here? Yeah, so the Bengals, who are uh, known for occasionally taking the occasional chance, as you and I know. Oh, um, sometimes yeah, they'll, mean, they'll make the dice. You don't really want him and Joe Mixon living together, probably. Or if you're oh fan. man! Now there's your reality TV show. Yeah, I, I, I say that joking, but I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be that guy. <laughs> but yeah, like he, I don't know, man. It's weird. He just had a weird career. Like I, it's kind of weird he ended up at Marshall because he was a pretty big time recruit. Yeah, actually, and he was a, he was a yeah, first star, right? Florida, LSU, like. Yeah, I mean, yep. but, but, they, but they kind of were like, yeah, this dude's hiding in the closet and stuff, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> drinking, you know, 12 packs of beer, high school basketball game. I mean, I've heard all types of stuff about this guy. Uh, I keep yeah. hearing all types of stuff. But I will say this, like I said, good quarterback. Um, good at Marshall. Uh, they had, you know, obviously a good run on quarterbacks from for a long time. But, yeah, I mean, he – he ended the season kind of bad. Um, he's a, you know, gunsling. You know what I mean? But athletic kid, great size and everything. But, yeah, it's, you take him right here. This is about where he should go. And this, Bengals is a good team uh, for him um, on the field to go to just because, you know, obviously <clears throat> Dalton is uh, kind of halfway out, I guess I would say, at this point. Uh, a third quarterback and a few bad games from him. They start off bad. I mean, Chase Lee might be playing. No, Aiden McKinney. Wow. I mean, really? I mean, because I don't know the backup. I don't really know who the depth chart, but I know, you know, AJ is gone now. So they have a hole yeah. at number two. They need a quarterback that can possibly play. I don't know if Litton will be your guy <laughs> right now to play. Um, starting in the NFL, Bill, you probably see more of Chase Whitman than me. Um, but I haven't seen too many of his games live. I've seen a lot of tape. But I don't know if he's ready yet. Like I said, the end of the season kind of bad, too. So, um, 
But yeah, I mean, I like him. I really think he. If there if there's a gem um, outside of the top 100 quarterbacks, I honestly do think it's him, playing wise. But I don't know about off the field stuff. He you know, might have Tyler Bray a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Not quite. His arm isn't quite as strong, but the other stuff certainly matches up. I, I'm with you on that. A lot of the same yeah, things that people like, yeah. that side of the day. Yeah. Yeah, like Tyler Bray was just super immature. Like, and I'm not yeah. saying I, Chase Blake has some a little bit more serious stuff, I guess, and Tyler Bray, obviously, because actually been like to jail or YDC or whatever he was in. But like, um, Tyler, I mean, th- Tyler Bray was like throwing pennies off the balcony and like, like road game. You know what I mean? Like stupid stuff. Like, but that stuff matters. You know what I mean? So uh, Tyler Bray hasn't had any substance at all since he's been at Kansas City. So you hope that. You know, and he also hasn't played, but <laughs> you hope Chase Blake may do the same. Um, and Tyler Bray is, you know, I mean, hey, I guess he's back at quarterback now uh, for Kansas City. But anyway, I mean, he, uh, Chase Blake is similar. Not as strong, almost not as strong, of course. But, um, yeah. And, you you know, you interviewed Tyler Bray, I think, a lot during the, the process. And, I, I, um, when, I talked to him, when I talked to him at the Combine, I was – um, impressed but not in a positive fashion with how quickly and thoroughly he threw other people under the bus. Right. And I don't know if you've interviewed Chase Lynn or anything, but uh, I know some people that have, and they seem to like him um, pretty well. But, you know, it, it's, he's been you know, trained to answer the questions the right way and not answer a bunch of stuff. So, you know, he hasn't really talked too much about this stuff, which might not be a good thing. I don't know if that's good or bad, but very just, you know, I was young then kind of thing. But he's still young, so we'll see what happens. I mean, he's not. That wasn't that long ago. So. Yeah, he is young. He does have a certain amount of talent. Maturity has clearly been an issue uh, on and off field in his career, and I think he's one of the most interesting selections in this entire draft, quite frankly. Um, this could be brilliant, or this could be a guy who literally is out of the league in less than a year. Yeah. I wonder what Coach Mack said about him, because Coach Mack had a lot to say about a lot of players. Um, and Coach Mack, you know, had him. Uh, he was supposed to go to Florida, like I said. And he didn't. You know, Coach Mack accepted a lot of different type of guys in his team. So, um, yeah. Yes, he has. And I don't know if it's kind of what he said. Or I, I don't know the head coach's name at Montreal. I can't think of his name right now, but um, I wonder what he has to say. Yeah. I, I believe it was Doc Holliday, wasn't it? Didn't he play for Doc? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, he came from Florida. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I don't think – yeah, he, I know he got Florida at one point. I don't know if he immediately came. But, yeah, um, Doc Holliday, yeah. So I wonder what he has to say because – his high school coach, like, hyped him up. He was just like, yeah, like, you know, Chase was a dumb kid back then, but he's great now. Like, but, yeah, it's his high school coach, you know what I mean? So, like, I wonder what Chris Holiday would have to say, or his OC, or his quarterback coach. I mean, the yeah, trainers, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, you know, Bill. Yeah. You know the process. That's where some of the straight dope, man. It's from those guys. The trainers, the massage therapist guy, <laughs> You know, the team manager, those guys, yeah. That's who they really – that's who I would talk to first, honestly. Yeah, that's when you can get straight dope, man, because 
especially from guys that, you know, they don't, especially if they don't get, you know, guys that don't have a microphone in their face all the time or people don't talk to them all the time. Yeah, I mean, because the coach is going to usually back there, usually back there, you know, unless you're doing more. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would like to see what they said about but I th- you think he falls? You think he's a six, seven round guy in real life, or you think he goes undrafted? Oh, I, I think he's, if lucky, he's a six, seven round guy. I mean, I think it depends yeah. on how much people care about character, but I, I can't see him going any earlier, or not much earlier. No, they're NFL doesn't like to take quarterbacks with character issues. They'll take a receiver they, or a corner, but not a quarterback. Right. Nine times out of ten, obviously, you know, there's been some, but they'll take the Tanley or the JT Baird, whoever else ahead. You have the other quarterback, too, that you just mentioned, oh, one year draft, but yeah. So. He's an interesting, yeah, we'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, let's see. So we've got our last couple of picks coming up. Okay, so let's take a look. It looks like the pick is in here. Um, 250 Eagles from the Seahawks through the Eagles, Seahawks, and New England. <laughs> so this is a pick that's been literally passed around one, two, three, four, five times. Craziness. Um... And it is Kylie, don't call me Kyle, Fit from <laughs> Utah. Okay. You know, I like him a little bit. Yeah, you know him better than most. What do you? What's your? What's what's the story on him? Because uh, some people have said he's not exactly the toughest kid in the world. Uh, what's what's your read on him? Yeah, you know, I say he's. Um, if you him back in. Seems like back in the day, but I mean, yeah, he was another you know, big time recruit, started at UCLA. Um, was actually originally going to go to USC, decommitted. A lot of people were mad about that and how he did it. Obviously, decommitted from USC, but UCLA kind of look started off kind of bad for him. But then, yeah, I mean, he, he um, had a it just didn't it didn't fit, it didn't mold well there. He transferred, he quit on the team though, and that's kind of an issue, Bill. You would say, I mean, he. He didn't yep. just transfer away out of the season. He left. He didn't practice with the team. He kind of just went home, stopped playing football. He just was like, I don't know if I love the game anymore uh, like I used to. And that was an issue, but he transferred to um, JUCO. With um, Robert Ortiz was on the staff. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, correct. He's the one. I mean, he – see, now I know two people on that staff. Um, <laughs> Robert didn't really like how he said that much. Um, you know, my buddy Tom that's on the staff that was there on the offense did. So take it for what you work, you know. I mean, uh, I trust Robert and Tom. Robert is, a, you know, draft guy. He's probably been on your show. But he just said he kind of just is entitled. At a, you know, he's a Juco kid, but he's a four-star, so he's, you know, big time. And kind of just big time and everybody while he's there. Like, oh, I'm only here because I have to be, blah, 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 you know, that type of thing. But 
you know, so a little attitude issues, I guess. Um, but I guess he's re-found love for football there anyway. Um, and at Utah, mm-hmm. goes back to the Pac-12. Gets hurt a lot. But um, he pl- when he plays, he's really good, I will say. I mean, his, his junior season, uh, really, really well. Did really well to me. Um, last year, got a little banged up, of course. So just how much does he love football? Um, and he toughened him up a little bit. Because when he gets hit, man, it's just like, you know, uh, <laughs> like it's kind of rough looking at it. Because he's too big to be, you know, <laughs> be doing all the soft stuff, you know. He's, what, 6'3", 255, I think, so. Yeah, he's he's, just, he's 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 measured between two sixty three at his heaviest, and I think he showed up at the yeah, pro day like two fifty three or four or something like that. Yeah, six four two sixty three. Actually, it yep. was. I mean, yeah, a lot of people say he reminds you of Nate Orchard. Obviously, you know, well, Nate Orchard was like super tested with, you know, some stiffness and yeah. some other things that kept him from being great, but. Nobody ever questioned Nate Richard's stuff. No, he didn't. And that's, that's the, I think that's the biggest two question marks of him, the toughness and the injury-prone. Now, injury-prone thing is tough to gauge on, Bill. You know that. But the yep. injuries have been there um, for two years. Toughness is the main thing because it's the NFL, man. And, like, these guys are it's a lot of old-school cats, new-school cats even. I mean, they, they're going to question why – Left. Jim Moore has already probably thrown him under the bus. Because, like I said, the way he left the program, he didn't finish out the season. He quit and went back home to San Bernardino. Said he didn't know if he loved football. That was three years ago. It wasn't that long ago. People were going to be like, hey, you know. But I'm sure Coach Witt, Whittingham in Utah, like, you know, he's a good kid. Came in, worked hard. So we'll see. I just, you know, I've had people tell me, like, this kid. Probably play his first contract and then just not play football. Just doesn't seem like he loves it. Um, so that just worries me. That's why he's probably not a fourth or fifth round guy, seventh round. No, we'll see. I don't know where he goes in real life. I don't know how you think, because you know, toughness is kind of toughness and injuries are hard thing to gauge. You know, like I don't really know. Is this for him to still be in the fourth or fifth round? Um. Or is he going to drop past that because of the toughness and injury stuff? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I'll be interested to see how far. I mean, he's a guy who could potentially go undrafted, or somebody could take a flyer in the fifth round compensatory. It could go either way with a guy like him. He could go as early as, you know, in the high 100s, you know, Little before two hundred to, like I said, being undrafted free agent. Uh, football character. We talked about Chase. You know, it's it's not so much a football character; it's a life character thing with him. With Fitz, it's a real football character question, and it's a legitimate question. So we'll see how people evaluate that. Uh, you're on the clock, sir, with your compensatory selection two fifty one. All right. Um. 251, sorry, not Patriot, Chargers. Mm, I would have liked Tyler Fitz right there, honestly. <laughs> well, you should have traded up. <laughs> I should have, you know. Another, I know another issue with Tyler Fitz is he's kind of a, 
home body, doesn't want to leave Southern California. It would have been nice to have him home. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Chargers. Let's see. I've got Kaiser Wally, Mark Walton, RJ McIntosh, Tavian Bryant, Dante Pettis, Riley Ferguson. A lot of Florida guys on my team. Four people from Florida. One California, one Tennessee. All right. Um, hmm. You know what? I gotta ask you, or I might have to ask you. Tight ends are on the board because I've seen a lot go off lately since I've been on the show. Um, so, tight ends that are still on the board include Blake Mack from Arkansas State. Uh, would include. What about my guy David Wells? Your guy David Wells from San Diego State University is also available as one of the top remaining tight ends. Uh, I guess, I don't know, that, is that Goolsby kid considered a tight end? There's a few. Yeah. Yeah, the pickings. Yeah. yeah, the pickings. Are, yeah, people, yeah. I'm, people like him a lot, um, actually. I don't. But, <laughs> um, I mean, and the NFL, I'm, I'm guessing, is not going to love him either, but he has a shot to get drafted late. Just don't see why people like him so much. Like, not it, like, draft. People like on the draft, draft Twitter people. Excuse me. I mean, um, yeah, it's a mystery to me, but yes. Yeah, I don't want him. Um, let's see. Okay, that's cool. All right, thanks for telling me that. Uh, yeah, David Wells. Okay. David Wells. <laughs> Probably the maybe the third best blocking tight end in the class, maybe. Yeah, I mean, really, he, you know, Gage, before you know, he's old, right? He's good though. So, so. but we do, we got, you know, I'm, I, you got to pick. Our goal has got to be picking this low. The Chargers are a really good team, actually. I know they've got it's weird because they're in like transition phase for stadium, but they're still a good team. Play the Rams across the street, so they're in transition phase two. They still did good. We're trying to do the same. Um, if we can get keep people healthy in crunch time, we'll be all right. David Wilson can add toughness to our team. Play behind Antonio Gate, be one of the best blocking tight ends, and we can develop him. Excuse me, uh, to catch the ball a little better. Who better to learn from from Antonio Gates, right? Um, good point. I know they had a foot injury, but other than that, I don't. Think he has too much, too many injuries. Though he had missed like two games. Yeah, he's he's he's. I think the only injury he's had that that caused him to miss games. And my understanding is he's a hundred percent recovered at this point. Yeah, he's working on a master's in homeland security, which is interesting to me because I always look at these kids' majors and stuff. So I do that one. I've never seen before. Um, to be honest. So, um, Masters of Homeland Security, I like that. <laughs> it was interesting. Oh, yeah. But, uh, no, yeah. I, I do think he, he has a good, good value here. So, I'll take him. So, a 6'6", 255 kid and just smart, going to be able to, you know, make the team at this point. Like, I don't see why. Some people take chances, but, I, you know, the target shouldn't take a chance. She's got the guy's face. 
We'll take him. 251. And he doesn't have to... Well, I mean, it's a slight move, but it doesn't go far, even though the Chargers used to be right there, uh, but he has to still not going that far. What is it about a... What is that, a 40-something, 45, 45, 50-minute drive? Mm, like three hours because of traffic probably, but yeah. Oh, it should be. oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> well, you're talking about L.A. And... Yeah, right. Okay, San, from, from San Diego State University campus to L.A. is a guess. I guess due to traffic, yeah. it might be. Yikes. I mean, That's rough. Yeah, <laughs> just depends what's going on, man. If Kim and Kanye are doing something in L.A., yeah, but Coachella's going on. <laughs> and traffic is easy right now because everybody's up there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, not too far. He's from Fresno too, so he went to high school at Clovis. Um, a bunch of people have probably played in it, so, so they produce a lot. So yeah, staying in California is what works pretty much right now. <laughs> okay, and now we come to the Bengals. Compensatory pick. Two fifty. Um, looks like Tim Roberts. Yep, Stephen Roberts is not on the And that's Stephen with a PH for those who are scoring at home. And two fifty three we have. Now, this is a Bengals pick. Now, was this one traded?
So after Stephen Roberts, and the pick they tra- the next pick he traded away was two fifty six from the Falcons. Okay, so that's uh, and let me also see if I can get a hold before we get to the very end of uh, young Mister Fee since he has a necessary pick coming up in about. Yeah, so I'm not far off at all. Let me get that message to him as well. So hopefully we'll have word back from him momentarily. And then the selection for the Bengals is... Aaron Skinny from James Madison. Offensive guard.
Give me a second. Brennan speaks his If not, use the selection. Okay, here we go. I need to fight through this a little bit. We're almost there, people. All right, let's see. We've got two more picks left. But some people forge cash. Let's see here. Oh, Breland Speaks. Okay, that might be the pick. Let's see. There's, I don't think he's been selected. Let me check. Just in case. There is no blue speaks earlier. Let's Breland speaks this at two fifty four and our last last final two. And 
Cardinals get this joy pick. Two fifty five is it is it is it is is Dietrich Nichols cornerback from South Florida. Once again a guy that won't have to go very far at all.
Center, Brian Allen from Michigan State University. That is Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant, Brian Allen. All right. Yep, Center from Michigan State University. Family line. <laughs> and also a guy who's an excellent wrestler in high school. Uh, some people swear by it. I'm one of those people. I think it's um, I think it's a good act for interior offensive, interior defensive linemen particularly. It's very valuable because of all the things you learn about balance and leverage and being able to generate power in a very short space. Anyone want to recap? I'm going to look through the spreadsheets and then I'm going to send you all links to them. Um, but does anybody want to recap for the last round or are you guys ready to go live your lives again? I, 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 I'm good. I was here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody else? Last call for a recap or else I'll just fix up the spreadsheet and send you guys all a link to it. Going once, going twice. Okay, well then, uh, Donovan, tell people where they can find and follow your work, sir. Um, find me on Twitter, at Don James Sports. Always got something going on over there, you know, Bill. <laughs> Just give me a follow uh, on Twitter, again, at Don James Sports. And then find my work at National Prep Stars, uh, full press coverage. Uh, obviously, National Prep Stars is just uh, high school. Um, Football, basketball, fight, and then um, excuse me, full press coverage doing college and high school and NFL draft, mainly NFL draft stuff there, and then Texans Wired with Jeff Griffin and the guys and getting everybody. Um, USA Today's Sports Media Group, TexansWired.com. Which I'm um, the Texans draft. You know, we we have been shelling out a lot of work for a team that ha- doesn't have a taking the first two rounds, <laughs> but we still have a lot of work to do. So, oh, yeah, check us out over there, and we'll keep you updated. Thank Excellent. you. My pleasure. Um, is Chase still with us? Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Chase may have checked out. Um, I'm going to ask him to do the same, give us a but uh, Yes, we won't. Uh, then what I will do is I will thank uh, everyone, which
which includes people like um, Pete Smith, uh, obviously includes people like uh, Steve Morton, who was with us earlier, obviously you, Donovan, Chase, um, Isaiah, Jim Coburn, all you guys. Always a pleasure, always an honor, always a privilege. I will be spending the next, I don't know, half an hour ago just double-checking to make sure there's no errors in any of the spreadsheets. I'll send out links to them once again, gentlemen. Um, I will then send these things out for a blind case test once I've sorted out what teams at what picks and to a panel of five judges who will determine the winner. Uh, we shall have someone announced by Monday or Tuesday, and then that winner will be able to stand lord of their domain and enjoy all of the rights, honors, and privileges appertaining thereunto. Uh, once again, I thank you all for your time, your talents, and your attention. We will do this again in one year. Uh, enjoy yourself, yeah. gentlemen, and, and good afternoon. Bill, I say, Bill, by the way, uh, be sure or try to join my show on Wednesday, the day before the draft. Sure, uh, why not? No, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, no, what's your one? What the heck? I mean, you can never have too many draft shows. Yeah, well, it's it's the show is over for the draft, so we did ours last week, of course, for that every day, every second. I'm stepping away, but I've got some prospects. Um, Trying to show those guys for for me. I know you've already had a bunch, but um, Jamal Morrow from Washington State, Darius Allensworth from Cal, Johnny Stanton from UNLV, Nebraska, um, Max Baker from. Let Mr. Let Mr. Ellensworth and maybe a couple of guys know I want to talk to them as well. I'll probably do a yeah. final feeling of draft, uh, not feeling of draft, but a Pro Prospects Radio Show special, a short one, probably like an hour special on Thursday. So uh, let those guys know that I'm going to holler at them as well. And once again, sir, as I said, it is always a privilege, it's always a pleasure, and always an honor. I look forward to the next time we speak, and have a great rest of your day. How are we going to audience?